0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: Today on the WCBS Morning News Roundup, breaking this morning, three children were found on the shoreline unconscious. Thousands of migrants coming to the city are ready and willing to work. But it's up to the
2: federal government to make that possible. We'll get more on this from Christy Kalishan straight ahead.
1: And we'll speak to CBS News correspondent Steve Futterman in London as members of the public will have the chance to pay their respects to the late Queen Elizabeth II. Monday morning, September 12th, I'm Paul Verdane. And I'm Ashok Bala. Craig Allen says... Drenching shower exiting the area, otherwise dreary and damp. Low clouds, some areas of fog this morning. And uh, mostly cloudy and humid with a thunderstorm around this afternoon, especially inland suburbs, high 81. Breaking this morning, three children
2: have been found on the shoreline unconscious. This happened at Coney Island. Two boys and one girl taken to Coney Island Hospital. 30-year-old woman who's believed to be their mother is in custody in this. Cops are trying to figure out if she may have tried to drown them. Our Marla Diamond will have more on this developing
1: story again this morning happening at Coney Island. 9-11 Day is the nonprofit created to battle the horrors of the attacks by doing great things for others. Jay Winnick is the co-founder of 9-11 Day. His brother Glenn was killed in the attacks.
2: And this observance, this national observance is a way to at least on this one day a year encourage people to put aside their differences uh, and focus on our common humanity because Because in the end, we're all in this together and we solve problems and and address challenges and needs much better when we work together
3: than focusing on our differences.
1: At the Intrepid this morning, 2,600 volunteers will put together nearly a million meals for New Yorkers in need. A Port Authority police
2: officer who was assigned security detail for the ceremonies yesterday at the Trade Center site, was killed in an early morning car crash. He was on his way to work. Anthony Varvaro also spent six seasons pitching for the Braves, the Red Sox, and the Mariners. CBS Two spoke with Mike Hampton, his baseball coach at Saint John's University.
0: I can actually remember
1: the first time that I saw him pitch was uh, was down in the New Jersey shore, um, and uh, just just a special player, had a special presence about him.
2: Vavaro was hit head-on on on the New Jersey Turnpike Extension in Hudson County by a wrong-way driver who was also killed in the crash. Staten Island native was 37. He survived
1: by his wife and four kids. Yesterday at Newark Airport, a suspicious package disrupted operations for hours. Authorities are looking at surveillance video to figure out who left the object at Terminal C, according to CBS2. The TSA says when the item was reported, the area was evacuated. Some flights were held. The Essex County bomb squad was brought in to remove it. Port Authority K9 unit was also on hand. No information as to what was inside the package, but nobody was injured in the incident. It now costs a bit more to ride the NYC ferry. Individual
2: tickets have gone up from 2.75 to 4 bucks a ride. You can buy a ten-pack of rides. You still pay two seventy-five, but you only have ninety days to use those rides. There's a new reduced Buck thirty-five one-way fare for seniors, people with disabilities, and fair fares participants, New York City residents at or below the Federal poverty line. The one dollar fee to bring a bike on board is gone. The ferry has been criticized for serving wealthy commuters in high end neighborhoods by the East River, and audit shows that each ride is subsidized up to fifteen dollars by taxpayers taxpayers
1: every time someone rides chief meteorologist craig allen joins us with the wcbs weather forecast
3: it's sixty nine degrees and the humidity is still up there at ninety three percent but it wants to dry out a little bit as we get on into the afternoon and uh, right now the winds are northerly so that'll help in drying it out a little bit so it's a damp start no doubt there's still some fog lingering all the roads are still wet in many areas But most lingering showers from last night are well east of the area. Now, there will be some breaks this afternoon, but another round of showers or thunderstorms will start getting uh, towards the region, start approaching sometime late day and into this evening. Today's high will be a muggy 80. Tonight's low near 70 with showers and thunderstorms still around. Not constant, but they'll be around. And leftover showers on Tuesday will give way to some sunshine. And once we dry it out tomorrow afternoon, It stays dry, breezy and less humid. Tuesday's high will be up near 80. Right now, 69 degrees, and again, the humidity still high at 93%. And Craig, we're halfway. Are we about halfway through the hurricane season? We have passed peak. You're absolutely right. And it's uh, been fairly quiet um, with the, um, let's see, uh, D, E, yeah, that's about it. So it's been a very quiet year up to this point. We are now past peak, and uh, we're going to start heading downward now. But there's still plenty to watch off the tropics, Coming off the Africa coast. It's Craig Allen in the Weather Center this morning. Public officials in New
1: York are facing questions about their lack of oversight when it comes to private Hasidic Jewish schools. This after the New York Times revealed that the schools collect large amounts of government money but deny many students a basic education. City Comptroller Brad Lander noted that the State Board of Regents was scheduled to vote on new rules for holding private schools to minimum academic standards. The schools have received over a billion dollars in public funding over the past four years. They could lose that kind of funding if they are found to be failing to provide children with a basic non-religious
2: education. Thousands of migrants coming to the city are ready and they're willing to work, but it's up to the federal government to give them the working papers they need. Christy Kalishan now with a city council member doing what they can to speed all this up.
1: The federal government has to speed
3: up the working papers.
1: But they're in a backlog, which Councilmember Gail Brewer says needs to be cleared up. She sent the Director of U.S. Citizen and Immigration Services a letter in late August, asking for this and still hasn't heard back.
3: There's no question that the mayor's
1: office in Washington, the congressional delegation, everybody is pushing to get this amazing group of individuals very qualified very willing to work but the city can only do so much the working papers for the asylum seekers come from the federal government from there there needs to be a hearing and then the new arrivals are able to work we're working now on a letter you know from all the members of the city council in addition to me but it's still a federal issue she says even industries like retail restaurants and construction have contacted her saying they're willing to hire Christy Kalishian, WCBS News Radio, eight eighty. Good morning. I'm Ashok Kabala, and I'm Paul Redden with your three things to know in the morning news roundup for a Monday. One, utilities are confirming suspicions about gas home heating bills likely shooting up this winter. ConEd put out word that. Customers around New York City and Westchester County may end up paying 32% more. Number two, gas prices continue to fall. The average price for a gallon in New York City, 3.86;
2: Long Island, 3.62; and Connecticut, is 3.59; and in New Jersey, three dollars and 71 cents a gallon.
1: Three in the U.K. Members of the public will have the chance to pay their respects to Queen Elizabeth II when the monarch's coffin lies at rest in St. Giles Cathedral in Edinburgh. We go live to CBS News correspondent Steve Futterman in London. Steve, good morning. We know the king is now heading to Scotland. He
2: spoke this morning in Parliament, and that was a moment in the history books, too, because that was the first time he was appearing there as the new king.
0: That's right. Almost everything that happens this week may be historic. We've not had situations like this before, but that was King Charles III's first appearance in Parliament, as you mentioned, on his way to Scotland. This will be the first service that has been seen by the public. There were some private services at Balmoral, but we did not see those. But at St. Giles Cathedral today, the Queen will be uh, celebrated there. This will come after a one-mile procession down the royal mile if you've ever been in edinburgh it's a beautiful part of the uh, city there the royal mile they call it there will be a procession from the place where she's at right now which is called hollywood house and they will have a procession with her casket being displayed It'll be a walking procession as well. King Charles, other members of the royal family walking behind it. And then the service will take place at St. Giles Cathedral. After that, the Queen's body will remain there and lie in rest for a 24-hour period. And people from Scotland, Edinburgh, that general area, will be able to walk past for 24 hours and pay their respects.
1: So what happens after uh, the public viewing?
0: Well, then she, the body will be flown back here to London tomorrow. It will come back to Buckingham Palace one last time. That will be a, a moving event. Then on Wednesday, the activities get underway pretty full strength. We'll have a procession from Buckingham Palace to Westminster Hall, which is one of the original palaces for the royal family. Their the body will lie in state for four days. It will be open 24 hours a day. We've heard some indication today that people are being warned there could be as long as a 30-hour wait to get in to pay your respects to the queen. Then on Monday, the state funeral, and then she'll be laid to rest at Windsor Castle.
2: Steve, are you surprised as well? You're outside of Buckingham Palace, as is my understanding, and I'm, I'm, there are people there, I'm sure, this morning. Are you uh, surprised that now days into this farewell that the enthusiasm is, is is maintaining? We still have this level of energy from people who want to be in these places and say goodbye to this queen?
0: I actually am not. I, I expected something like this. After all, th- this is a woman who served for 70 years and people want to say goodbye. She was really ingrained in their souls, if you will. Uh, you can't recall. I mean, we have presidents sometimes for eight years. If you're really old and remember Roosevelt, that was nearly 16 years. But this was a woman who was there from the Truman years uh, until uh, Until through Barack Obama, Donald Trump, Joe Biden, Uh, she is ingrained in the soul of the nation. So I'm not that surprised. However, I will say this. Many people I've spoken to have said they are surprised by their emotional reaction to her death. They all everyone knew it was coming when you're 96, not necessarily last week, but they knew it was nearer rather than far away. So that didn't surprise them. But many people have said they've just been surprised how they have been overcome with emotion with her death.
1: Steve Futterman of CBS News, thanks for joining us this morning. That's today's Morning News Roundup. Weekday mornings at 6, we give you a deeper dive into the stories you need to start your day. Listen on air or on demand on the Odyssey app. Search for the WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup and tell a friend.